0: One of the biggest questions B2B SaaS companies have about paid marketing is their expected ROI. Essentially, they want to be able to forecast, if we spend X dollars next quarter, we'll get Y dollars in return. But the majority of companies that we speak with don't have the necessary data to do accurate forecasting. Typically, they're missing at least one of the following, one to two years worth of historical PPC data, a clear understanding of their allowable cost per acquisition, or accurate data on their pipeline metrics and or close rate. Lacking this data stems from having run ads for an insufficient amount of time, so their sample size is too small for accurate forecasting, or ultimately having the wrong tracking systems in place in their Google Analytics and CRM accounts. And often, it's both. In this episode, we'll describe the exact steps that we take to help companies reach a point where they can forecast their paid marketing ROI based on actual data. And hey, it's a repeatable process that any B2B SaaS company can use. I'm Mark Thomas, I'm the Head of Growth at Powered by Search, and today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website, it's poweredbysearch.com, and check us out there. Before you can begin the process of forecasting paid marketing ROI, you have to have your Google Analytics and CRM tracking in order. Building a system that connects both is crucial to accurately tracking conversion rates through your funnel. Now, once tracking systems for our clients are properly in place, we execute the following steps. Number one, benchmarking KPIs. Over the course of 90 days, testing different pay channels for customer channel fit and setting baseline levels of performance for key PPC metrics. Number two, quarterly KPI forecasting. And once we have 90 days of data on our KPIs, we forecast the number of leads and customers that they can expect from PPC in the upcoming quarter based on what they plan to spend and averages of the KPIs from the previous quarter. And number three, calculating expected ROI. So we take that and then we calculate expected ROI based on average customer lifetime value. Let's talk about benchmarking KPIs in more detail. Benchmarking is the process of setting baseline levels of performance for the key metrics in paid marketing. So those would be cost per click, click click-through rate, cost per acquisition, MQL, SQL, and closed one conversion rates, and also customer acquisition cost. And we'll be back in just a moment. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, that's me, I wanna grow my business, I'm ready to do that you can book a SaaS scale session through our website. Just go to poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment. We can help you scale MRR at record breaking speeds. We'll brainstorm some ideas to increase your MRR, including practical solutions to add more demos and trials within the next 90 days. We'll take a look at your current situation to see what isn't working and what is. We'll identify what's possible for your business in the next six to 12 months. Develop a three-step action plan that'll get you results in your business ASAP. And if we feel that we're a good fit, we'll discuss how we'll grow your business with our predictable growth methodology. And if not, the plan we create is yours to keep. So go to poweredbysearch.com forward slash assessment to schedule your free SaaS scale session today. Through our customer channel fit process, we track these metrics over the course of 90 days for each of the channels where we're running paid ads. Now this gives us a minimum amount of data to begin creating quarterly KPI forecasts for the months ahead. Typically we'll focus testing on Google ads, Bing ads, Facebook ads, and LinkedIn ads. Now for each channel, we start with testing out different ad sets based on our clients' available data. So things like interests, demographic, website visitors, customers, etc. And our process works like this. We start by creating an initial series of campaigns or ad sets. Then we'll track the performance of each campaign and ad set in terms of cost per click and click-through rate. Following up, each week we'll narrow down their campaigns by switching off the lowest performing ad sets and keywords and shift the additional spend to the highest performers. And we'll continue this process until their budget is being allocated only to the best campaigns from a cost per result perspective. This process typically takes place over the course of the first 30 to 60 days, but then we continue running the highest performing campaigns throughout the rest of the first quarter. This provides us with enough data to begin our initial quarterly KPI and ROI forecast. Now a note here is that based on the performance of each channel during the first 90 day period, we recommend how to distribute more of the overall budget to higher performing channels in the quarters that follow and less to the lower performing channels. So if Google and LinkedIn perform best, we'd allocate more of our budget there in the upcoming quarter and less to Facebook and Bing. To begin developing our KPI forecast for the upcoming quarter, we calculate averages of the key metrics that we mentioned earlier for each channel. So things like CPC conversion rates and that sort of thing. And we do that for our benchmarking quarter and also our client's historical data. But then we'll take the amount that our client wants to spend to calculate the number of leads and ultimately customers that they can expect through each PPC channel. For example, Let's say that our client has a budget of $215,500 for the upcoming quarter. Now we distribute different amounts of their budget to each channel based on their performance during our benchmarking phase, where we test for customer channel fit. Now in this case, if Google and LinkedIn perform best, we'd allocate more budget to those channels. From here, we'd use the average CPC and key funnel conversion rates, so MQL, SQL, and close, from our historical campaign performance to calculate the number of MQLs, SQLs, and customers that they're likely to receive from each channel. For example, let's say we decide to allocate $77,500 of their budget to Google Ads. Now based on their historical average cost per click, they can expect about 11,707 clicks. That's just example data, by the way. From there, we can multiply those clicks by their MQL conversion rate of 2.5% to get an expected number of MQLs, 293. Then, by multiplying that by their MQL to SQL conversion rate of 37.5%, again, just example numbers, we end up with an expected number of 110 SQLs from Google Ads. Finally, by applying their historical SQL close rate of 29.5%, we would forecast them to acquire 32 customers from Google Ads in the upcoming quarter at a cost of acquisition of $2,393.67. Now we'd repeat that process for each channel and add up the number of customers expected for each. In this example, our client could expect 91 closed customers from PPC for the quarter. Based on their spend, this would equate to a blended CAC of $2,362.35. From here, all we would need is their average customer lifetime value to calculate and forecast their expected ROI from that quarter. To calculate the expected ROI, we just multiply the total number of new customers that we'd expect to acquire by the average LTV. And then we divide that by their total PPC spend that quarter. In this example, we've forecasted that the client would expect 91 closed customers based on their historical performance and planned PPC spend. Now with an average LTV of $10,000 and a quarterly PPC spend of $215,500, it's a lot of numbers here by the way, the equation would be 91 customers times by $10,000 LTV, Divided by $215,500 spend, which would be an ROI of 423.31%. It's pretty good. This would equate to an LTV to CAC ratio of 4.23. If this forecast were to pan out and be accurate, this company would be profiting more than three times as much as what they'd be spending to acquire new customers. This company would be well-positioned to continue putting a significant amount of those profits back into their PPC marketing. Look, forecasting ROI from paid marketing is a complex process that takes time, especially in B2B SaaS where sales cycles can be six months to upwards of a year. But most of the time, companies get forecasting wrong because they don't have the data necessary, whether it's their lead to close rates or a lack of historical PPC data. Now, if you follow the process that we laid out in this episode and in the accompanying blog post on our website, over the course of several quarters, you can get your company to a point where you can do reasonable and accurate ROI forecasting. You just need to ensure that your CRM and analytics tracking are set before you begin, and then repeat your quarterly iterations of forecasting, validation, and reforecasting. I'll see you next time. So if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our Work With Us page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at IamMarkThomas. That's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, D-E-V-B-A-S-U. Connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.